Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Panthers have just knocked over the New Zealand Warriors in a very big win. Thought I would just jump on and give my live reaction to the Penrith Panthers victory there and the New Zealand Warriors loss. Won't go into a stack of detail, guys. We will go into a little bit more going through all my notes on the Rapid Review and on Bloke in a Bar this week. But um, look, I thought it was pretty clear from the last few weeks that the Penrith Panthers were just on a different level to everyone else. Uh, I've said a few times over the last few weeks, I've always felt like... They're on a different level to the Warriors and the Storm. I thought the Broncos were close to them, but to be fair, the Broncos are a little bit closer to them than what I thought they were. But uh, I did always sort of feel like the Panthers were on another level to Melbourne Warriors and obviously the bottom four teams as well. Uh, And I thought this afternoon really reflected that. And look, I think it's easy to sort of bag the Warriors and give them shit, but I I think we just need to appreciate that you know, where, where the Warriors have come from and where they're at. Like, this is a Penrith Panthers side. They've been to three grand finals in a row. They just won the minor premiership. Um, you know, that they are, like, you, you don't build successful teams in one season, yeah? And, look, I'm not saying the Warriors are done. They're going to go home to New Zealand next week. Hopefully, they get some troops back in SJ, uh, and hopefully they can win that and then keep fighting on. But I just think that, you know, it's very exciting what the Warriors have done. It's been fantastic. But, you know, they are a team that's building this. They are still building into the future. The reality is, and I know Warriors fans are disappointed, but the reality is you don't win premierships in one season. Like Everyone acts like you do, you don't. It's a journey of years upon years upon years, and where the Warriors were were last year to where they are now is an incredibly big gain. And there is another step to get onto the shelf of these top teams, like the Penrith Panthers, like the Brisbane Broncos, and it's fucking hard to do. But the Warriors are heading in the right direction. They just came up against this afternoon against a champion team, also without their halfback. And you know what? Yeah, the Panthers are out there 5-8 and without one of their strike centers, 100%. Uh, but I think it is fair to say that SJ means more to the Warriors uh, than what the other two boys probably mean to Penrith. Uh, as far as when you take them out, how much do you lose? Uh, in saying that, do I think with SJ the Warriors get close to the Panthers this afternoon? To be honest with you, no, I don't. Um, and I, I know there'll be a lot of Warriors fans out there trying to push that argument, though, without SJ, and it completely changes with him. For me, it, I just I, how many points are you telling me SJ's worth? Because 
was like you, you really did get sort of played off the park in the first half. Um, it was it, it was pretty resounding. I mean, I, I think the final, you know, the, the stats towards the end of the game sort of indicate to you that uh, there's a little bit more to this and the Warriors were missing their halfback. Um, I just, you know, the Warriors, they missed 56 tackles in this game. Um, it's a lot of tackles to miss. And you know what? The Panthers missed tw- 29, which is still a fair whack. But 56 is just on another level completely. Um, you have a look at, what's the stat I was just looking at? Line breaks is 9 to 1. Nine to one, yeah. So, I mean, the Panthers, they were the better side. They ran for another, you know, 600 metres in the New Zealand Warriors. They had, you know, 150 more post-contact metres. So, for me, there is no doubt whatsoever the Panthers were the better side. Even if SJ was there, sure, maybe it would have been a little bit tighter. uh, But I still think the Panthers win this game 13-plus. I just thought they were too dialed in this afternoon. I thought it was really evident in the first, you know, 20-odd minutes what their game plan was. They knew what the Warriors' strengths were. It's those middle forwards. And I think losing Dylan Walker... Oh, sorry, not losing Dylan Walker, but losing Dylan Walker as a middle forward, him going to the halves, I think that really hurt the Warriors as well. It hurt. Um, normally, when you see AFB and these guys go off the field for their after their first stint, you see Dill Walker come on, and he has a huge impact through the middle, and they sort of lost that today. Uh, and I, to be honest with you, I thought that the Warriors held their own in the first half, the start of the first half. They went toe-to-toe with them, but you could see the Panthers, they had a game plan which was just attack the middle and just tire out those big boys. And I think I posted on my Instagram, at halftime, Wade Egan had made 30 tackles. Tohu Harris had made 30 tackles. AFB had made 22. Mitch Barnett had made 22. I think they'd made almost 100 tackles uh, between your middle forwards there. And that just shows what the Panthers' game plan was. It was go through the middle. And they did that for the first 20, 25 minutes. No one faded away from it. No one moved away from it. And then they started to attack down the edges once they'd won the middle. And it was a very precise game plan that they all kept to. I think that's the big thing that stands out for me when you watch the Panthers and when you watch the Broncos last night in comparison to the Warriors and the Storm. More so the Storm, to be fair. Um, Everyone was on the same page. I actually thought the Warriors as as a team did an okay job today. Just too many errors killed them. At least they had direction and they knew where they were going, the Warriors. The Melbourne Storm last night were just in fucking shambles. But this Panthers side, uh, they are just simply too good at the moment. And I think the only challenge that they need to face realistically is the Brisbane Broncos. And I, I don't mean any disrespect to the other six teams that are still in this competition at the moment. But I really do hope we get a Panthers Broncos grand final because I want to see these two go head-to-head on the biggest stage and under the bright lights of finals footy. So the next two weeks, what's to come of this week and next week? Exciting footy, no doubt about it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But I'll tell you right now, I don't know if I can see anyone beating the Panthers and the Broncos. Um, individual performances have stood out for me. Uh, look, Brian Toto. We spoke about it earlier in the week that when he gets to finals footy, he just goes to a brand new level uh, with what he does. And you know what? He only ran for 173 metres, which by his standards is pretty disappointing. Uh, but like, he was just, he was everywhere in this game. You could see they tried to keep the ball away from him as much as they could. You know, he ran for 173 metres, but his post-contact metres were still 62. Uh, just a, an absolute weapon, Brian Toto. Just gets through that work every single week. I thought Dill Edwards, he was fantastic as well. Nath Cleary, though, uh, he was 
the star of the show. It says on NRL stats here, 32 runs of the football. I don't really know what that means with NRL stats. I'm pretty sure he didn't get tackled 30 times, but maybe uh, I think it's when he runs over five or six metres or he goes over the advantage line or something. But it just tells you how how, how much impact he had on today's game. He was everywhere. Um, two line breaks. Uh, two line breaks, two line break assists, one try assist, and scored a try himself, which was a cracking um, individual effort as well. And 72 touches of the football for Nath Cleary, 49 to Jack Cogger. So once again, he was the main guy on the park. Kicking game was tremendous. He was just everywhere, Nath Cleary, a proper, you know, 10 out of 10 performance, I think. Uh, obviously, scoring the try at the end was big. You know, the pass he threw to Liam Martin. Um, actually, a bit controversial, that one. And I, I, I need to double-check the rule. But obviously, when the ball was played on that play, he was actually in front of the play the ball. So I'm not sure if that try should have been allowed. And I, I know there will be Warriors fans out there that will grasp onto that and say it's bullshit, refs are against us. And sure, maybe that one was the wrong call. But I'm sorry, you got played off the park here. You, you weren't really in this contest. The Panthers, they just went through their gears, stuck to their game plan and just broke you down through the middle. And um, they went in at halftime up 20-0. I probably thought Penrith should have gone in more. Warriors got a cracking try in the second half. Real Warriors footy. And I think that I think that play, you had a Mitchie Barnett offload. They went down a short side. Then Dallin threw the ball back infield. It was great. It was the, it was the only time throughout the game. Well, not the only time, but it was one of the few times throughout the game I thought, you know what? This is making the Panthers uncomfortable. Yeah, these offloads, second phase footy. I, I think that if you're going to beat the Panthers, you've got to be willing to take a risk. And it might mean that you make errors and you get blown off the park. And I mean, so be it. They got beat thirty-two to six anyway, realistically. But I think you, you know, I think the Warriors they did try and just Penrith up on Penrith for the first half, and it's just, I just don't think you're ever going to win that battle realistically. I think you do need to pass the ball around, move the ball around, try and get them tired, try and throw things at them that they don't usually see. I think it is why the Manly Seagulls worried in the other day. Did the Seagulls take it too far? I think they did. Uh, Is it the way to beat Penrith? I honestly don't know. It's just the only way that I've seen it potentially make them look uncomfortable. Um, you've obviously seen in Origin, you kick early, you get them turned around. Nate Cleary sort of struggled to fight his way out of that. Maybe it's different in Clubland. I, I don't know. But I just feel like the Warriors did sort of play into the hand of the Penrith Panthers today. But once again, you know, when, when you go to, you know, the hardest place in rugby league to win under the pressure of finals footy and you're without your halfback and your most experienced player, it does make it very, very difficult to follow a game plan and stick to it as a whole. So did feel sorry for the Warriors. But, I mean, that's the reality of finals footy. Um, you know, you, you've got to go up against these top sides. You've got to beat these top sides. Warriors weren't able to do it today. Uh, and I, I'm, I think they will do it next week. I think they'll go home if they go to SJ. I do think they win again, which I think will mean they'll take on Brisbane up there at Suncorp. So, massive, massive few weeks for the New Zealand Warriors still to come. Hopefully, they do manage to pull a win uh, next week. But it is a good lesson for the for the Warriors just to learn the, the level that they need to get to, and they will continue to strive to. The Pan Panthers, they march on. Uh, they are an incredible football side. They will probably get Isaac Tungo back. I mean, now with two weeks to prepare, they might even get Jerome Luai back for that uh, that home game to go into their fourth grand final in a row. So pretty special scenes. Shout out to the people at Penrith. Uh, just from sitting on the TV, that crowd was absolutely pumping. The atmosphere looked electric out there. So shout out to all the people that got out there and enjoyed themselves. Great to see. Uh, as far as the 
forwards go, I thought they were all great. I really did. I thought Liam Martin was fantastic. Uh, he is just one tough little bastard. Isaiah Yo, he was tremendous as well. Really dictated terms uh, through the middle, as he always does. He, he, he was back to his best in this game. Uh, so, yeah, I thought Spencer Lenu and his stint was really strong as well. I think he played about 25, 30 minutes or so. Would have got close to 100 metres. Yeah, 70-odd run metres, 33 post contact. He was solid. Um, yeah, just some some very big plays from the Penrith Panthers. Some real desperation plays as well, which was good to see. And their defence, um, I don't know, it's, it just stands up once again. That's another finals game where they've only conceded one try. It is an incredible record. Uh, and it is fantastic to see the Broncos doing the same because that sets us up for an absolute blinder of a grand final that looks like it'll probably be decided by the halfbacks, Nathan Cleary and Adam Reynolds. But still plenty of water to go under the bridge until then, but it definitely is looking like a Panthers v Broncos grand final at the moment.